Wrestling Fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hello. And our resident adjuster, Jolie. Sup. Boy, another drama-filled week in the in the wrestling world. Uh, let's see. So, the big news breaking this week was uh, WWE reported positive uh, COVID testing uh, results in the double figures. And Vince McMahon's getting killed on social media, taking most of the blame for it and everything because of not testing soon enough. And there's been like a lot of back and forth as far as like who's actually responsible for this. And it's like we've also heard about like it being like a WWE versus AEW thing because of um, people on both promotions being exposed to each other. And so there's a lot of chaos, chaos going on this week because of all that. And not to mention that everything's taking place in Florida, a hot spot for unfortunately for this um, deadly disease. So Kayla, who's actually to blame for all this? Well, I wouldn't bet really specifically blame Vince, um, especially if it's definitely taking part in Florida. If anybody that's in Florida, obviously, should kind of protect themselves a little bit, um, especially if you're knowing that you're part of the WWE going to the Performance Center. You know, the good thing is, hey, I might want to wear a mask maybe. Not necessarily catch it, but, you know, kind of prevent yourself a little bit because you're not just affecting yourself and maybe the people you stand around. You're affecting everybody. Um, So I don't know if the case was, I don't know, Vince could be kind of in trouble a little bit if they didn't check him going in and out every night. I mean, checking her temperature or whatever. Because I know my company that I work for, we do it every day, um, taking temperature, so, and we get masks. Um, I do know there was one point where I did see that he said he didn't want masks being part of the recordings during the company. But then again, whatever the mayor decided he wanted to make it mandatory of Orange County. So, um I'm not going to blame just flat out Vince for the heat. Um, I kind of believe it's part of the wrestlers and the athletes and stuff themselves because they know what's going on and they know how, you know, serious it can be. So it can go either way, depending way how you look at it. Vince McMahon or I don't know, uh, Jasmine Duke, let's say, you know, whatever, whoever's in the crowd. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of both of their responsibility. Not saying that she has COVID-19, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, if she thinks she has it, she needs to be responsible for it. Vince right. McMahon, in a way, if he if he's not doing, you know, different things, he needs to react to a little bit better than what he's doing. Like I said, I don't know if they're taking her temperatures or what. If he's not... Well, he needs to step up and do it because it might save a lot. And also, um, I was talking to my mom the other day. I do miss Roman Reigns very much, but I'm really glad that he did make that decision to 
stepped down before it got way out of control. And congratulations, bud, on your twins that you just had, too. <laughs> yeah, it's like him, Sammy, and uh, Kevin Owens uh, definitely came out on the smart end of this. And I know it was only – got to take a sidestep on this. And I know it was only promo-based and everything, but Tad, Taz the other day on AEW calling Mox's uh, reason for staying home bullshit. It's like, come on, man, seriously? It's like, I know it's like promo and you're trying to get on his, under his skin and stuff, but that's just ridiculous. Jolie? Is Vince McMahon at fault? Um, is he in control of all of them? Does he tell them not to wear masks at the shows? From what I've heard, it wasn't Vince. It was actually Kevin Dunn. And that was actually debunked by at least one or two people that were in the crowds. Um, and they said on Twitter that that person stating that was an absolute lie because they were there and the other person wasn't. Also, if you actually look at the trend for June um, up to now, uh, late May, early June, it was actually a very steady thread of low case numbers. And yes, they weren't testing as much in Florida. So... That was actually another issue is that the fact that there wasn't apparently enough testing. So can somebody please explain to me how Tony Khan was able to buy all of these tests and get them done at a, what, does he own a private lab that we don't know about? Because there has been a lack of tests. So I don't know what the issue is with that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Who knows on that one? Yeah, like that was the one thing. Like, oh, Tony, Tony tests everybody. How is he testing everybody when, like, even in my state, we just I think two three weeks ago was starting to test, oh, free testing for everybody, but it limits day by day. So there's that. You also have the fact that yes, up until about what was it? Even with Texas, what two three weeks ago, like the middle of June, that's when everything exploded. Yeah. So up until then, when they were not allowing people into the stadium, into the arenas, it was fine. But once the weather got warmer and apparently Governor um, Disastrous, I'm sorry, DeSantis (laughs) um, opened everything, did, did not have a proper plan to open everything up, just said, okay. You're good to go, and everything was at 100% capacity. They weren't enforcing the mask um, and all that. It's just, it's stupid. I wear a mask. My mask wearing is not because of me. It's because of you. Because we're all in this together, and if you don't wear a mask, you're a self-centered, selfish jackass who needs to go jump off a fucking bridge and end your fucking life. I'm sorry I said that, but the fact that you attack people for wearing masks. You call us sheep for wearing masks. Who do you think you are? Bailey, get the fuck out of here. The fact that you think it's stupid that we wear masks and that just like your vagina, it needs to breathe is why you're not going to wear a mask. Exact quote, exact quote from a fucking bitch in Florida. I don't wear a mask just like I don't wear underwear because it needs to breathe. Bitch, are you stupid? Are you... People are... I listen to the people that have PhDs behind their name, not 
dumbass. So there's that. Vince being to blame. Okay, I will say Vince is shouldering someone. He deserves someone. But but the fact that you have people snitching on some people saying they're going out partying, they're going out to amusement parks, they're going out to a crowded beach. I mean, I'm a big Becky fan. But her and Seth were out without masks on in public. You know, they have pictures. Of, she was getting her hair done, and she's not wearing a mask after they took her picture. Or I mean, when she was taking getting her picture, picture taken after she got her hair done. You see them at their gym not wearing masks. Is he testing everybody that comes in his gym? You have a right not to wear a mask, and you have a right to wear a mask. Yes, this disease is highly infectious. Yes, this disease does have a higher death rate at the moment than the flu from last year. So it's just been very, very stressful. And now we're getting on to the fact that he wants to start opening up the shows to audiences. That's another thing he was getting dinged for. Mm-hmm. Newsflash, you stupid, ignorant motherfuckers. Go look at August for NFL preseason games. They have had audiences the entire time. You can buy tickets. They're already saying that the first, I think, five to ten rows in the 100 level are going to be banners and ads. So people like myself who work at these stadiums have to put our life at risk for you selfish motherfuckers. But you want to blame Vince McMahon. Well, you better blame Jerry Jones, Bill Belichick. um, Wait, no, I'm sorry, not Belichick. Um. The guy that got caught in the – yes, the one that got caught in the massage parlor getting a happy ending. Yes, him. Um, (laughs) Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft. uh, Every day that I go to my job – and, yeah, I only work maybe one to two days a week. I'll only work one day this week because it's a holiday coming up. Um, Yeah, so we get our temperature taken every shift. And I will say this. They were saying that they were taking temperatures of everybody and doing – Everything by CDC guidelines. CDC guidelines said temperatures every day. And if you weren't showing symptoms, you couldn't get a test. So again, I ask, how the hell did Tony Khan get tests for AEW? Now, I'm not trying to say anything about bad about AEW when it comes to this. Yeah, sure, they're playing it right. They're playing it smart. But they were also the first to have audiences without masks on. So, pot, kettle, both sides, shut the fuck up, put on a fucking mask. The death threat is spoken. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, I was watching AEW the other day, and it's like, it's funny how they had the fans broken up. It's like, they had fans in one section, a blank section, fans in another section. But the fans, in the sections themselves, were a lot closer together than six feet. Some actually did not have masks on. So it's like, yes, they had let, they're letting fans in, but it's like, also, it's like they're still not 100% safe. There's blame to go, all, to, go, to go all around for all this and everything. So people just need to, like, distribute it equally. Didn't they also have a lumberjack match with nobody wearing? I mean, even WWE had one, but the, yeah. we know that those guys were tested. Yeah. So... And they actually did say people were to tested negative 
the previous week just popped positive. So the tests aren't reliable. So for all we know, because this all comes back to Renee Young, because everybody's calling her out. Everybody's saying, oh, Vince is mad at her. They're going to do something to her. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. But it's like, well, how do we know that it wasn't Moxley? How do we know that he just is asymptomatic? That can happen. He can it. They said that um, the incubation period, you can test negative one week after being infected and the second week pop positive. So they said it has up to a 14 day incubation period. So you could be symptom free, test free up until day 14. And apparently you can catch it again twice. Thank you, Kayla Braxton, who did not deserve the hatred and bullying that she deserved from you egotistical, self-centered, jackass bullies. And I'm done. Okay. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. All right. So let's let's kind of move off this. Okay. So week two. Lots of backlash and lots of uh, further actions being taken as part of the hashtag speaking out movement. And one of those things, and I didn't think we were going to have to address this, but thanks to Dave Meltzer and the idiots at Wrestling Observer. Uh, going to bring this up. Early this week, um, a clip from a podcast in 2016 came about uh, stating uh, that had one Sammy Guevara from AEW when he was talking about his uh, when he was at WWE for like being an extra or tryout and everything like that and he said that um, when he was looking at Sa- like in regards to Sasha Banks and everything that he actually wanted to rape that woman and Twitter went ballistic um, when I first heard those comments I was disgusted I was floored by them during that whole during that day. Sammy made his apology. He talked with Sasha Mercedes, and then Mercedes made her own statement. And AEW later suspended him. I, I mean, I thought he first he originally needed to be fired, but since he's being suspended without pay and going to sensitivity training, at least they're taking some action. So everything got squashed in one day. I was fine with that. And then I saw these clips on Friday from Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer. While they're not excusing what he said, they're passing it off as like common slang and common things that people around his age say. And normally the queen does, this queen does not go off, but I'm going to. I'm not only a woman. I'm not only a wrestling fan. I'm from Houston, like Sammy is. No way in hell! Is this any kind of common talk, especially from these parts? My best friend and her husband and her daughter, who, who I consider my niece, were over last night. She's around Sammy's age as well. I showed her the clip from Wrestling Observer. I won't say exactly what she said because it de- detected a bit of violence. But um, she, she was floored by it as well and said, no, no, this is not common. So... How are you so relevant is beyond me. And so y'all really need to like really choose your words with when it comes to subjects like this. And it, that is just like just despicable. 
But getting back to some of the backlash, speaking out, you have wrestlers being let go, Travis Banks and Lahiro from NXT UK, uh, impacts letting people go, like relationships are being broken all over the place. So I'm going to shut up. Jolie, your thoughts. All right. I don't know if I really got into this last time with the whole Sammy Guevara thing. Um, but, um, one thing, and I don't feel that sensitivity training is right for him. I thought he should be fired. Um, because as a gay woman, um, I've had men scream in my face that I should be raped and have the dyke raped out of me. So his words, again, not acceptable. I don't know anybody that speaks that way. As to the other people getting fired, let go, honestly, I'm glad that for the most part uh, they're actually investigating the claims. I'm actually happy that they're taking their time to listen to the claims. Um, We still have people calling for Matt Riddle's head, even though there is most likely evidence that he actually has her for stalking. There is that. There's also rumors that um, a certain person's dream is going to be over very shortly due to the allegations that have come out. Um, Mm -hmm. Candice LeRae has actually deleted, I think, everything that had to do with Joey Ryan from her Instagram. She apparently had no idea, and she was disgusted with his behavior. I think one of the biggest takeaways was Keith Lee's story. Oh my God! Yes, my heart goes to my heart goes to him. Keith Lee is probably a he's a gentle giant. I got to meet him briefly at Access two years ago. I bought his VIP for this past year's uh, WrestleMania that didn't happen, but I was going to meet him again and bring him an Evie plush doll because he loved he was wearing an Evie hat the last time I saw him, and he Aww. said he liked he likes you know he's a giant nerd so. Um, luckily I hadn't bought it yet, so that would have just been weird. But, uh, no, um, Keith telling his story and then the fact that you had men on his page being complete and utter dicks about it. And you actually had Mia Yim going after these guys, which I found to be probably one of the nicest and sweetest things a girlfriend could ever do for her man. So I was actually, that, that story got me, um... That, that story hit me pretty close. And uh, there's another story that recently came out, and I don't know how I feel about it because he's saying that he didn't know and he regrets it happening. And that's the Marty Scroll that he didn't actually know that she was that age or something like that. And he felt that it was consensual. And if he felt otherwise, he wouldn't have had sex with her. And he didn't realize that she was talking about him until she he read her actual speak out so like that one i don't know how i feel she was 16 i think from what she said so marty i don't know how i feel about that one travis banks uh i'm glad you're gone dude Legero, you're a douche uh don't wish you well uh jimmy havoc you can bite a dick and get fucked with it yeah it's just this this whole speak out movement has created such um, an eye-opening experience and, you know, the whole list that somebody actually put out, they had Edge's name and uh, for, like, some other people that like just stupid hazing and stupid shit like that. 
but yeah, no, it's it's um the ones that did, did, I'm glad that WWE is taking the time to investigate. They're still investigating Jordan Devlin's the claims against him. There's a couple others that they were investigating, and unfortunately, there are rumors that within the next few weeks that NXT UK is getting shut down. I I saw that, but then I also saw something else saying that that actually might not happen. So, so I think but, go ahead. I think they're going to bring them over. Okay. And, okay, and just have it over here and have it with the people that they know. Until everything, I think, is straightened out because I loved yeah, NXT yeah. UK. But if that means I get to see Piper Nevin versus Raquel, I'm for it. If it gets to mean Kaylee Ray versus Dakota Kai, I'm for it. Uh, Tony Storm versus Io Shirai, I'm for it. Bring them on. Ginny, um, Isla, uh, Isla Dawn, is that her name? I think she's still with the company. Um. Yeah, but there's there's so many people on that side. I don't know all their names with the NXT UK. But it's like there's so many. Can we get Walter over here, please? Walter versus Keith Lee. Walter versus Keith Lee, please. Anybody? Anybody, please? Please? Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, speaking of Keith Lee, he's going to be Keith Lee two belts in two weeks. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, so I'm, I want to ask you one more thing, but let, let's get Kaylin on this, and then I'll bring up my other question regarding it. Well, I'm just going to make this short because um, Jolie pretty much covered everything. <laughs> um, but, no, um, as far as Sammy Guevara goes, um, I did find this thing. It was specific from AEW. Yes, he is suspended with no pay. Um, but it does say during his suspension, his salary will be donated to the Women's Center of Jacksonville. So um, I thought that was a good positive. Um, I do have to agree that um, Guevara, in a way, kind of deserved to be fired. But I guess if they feel like, you know, maybe he can change or whatever, if he's legit sorry, then, you know, hey, whatever. Um, but he should have never said it. Um, and I and I will touch and say Keith Lee's story was very heartfelt. I did cry after I read it. I didn't admit it, but I did. Um, so Me too. that's pretty much all I really had to say. Like I said, Jolie pretty much covered everything else. <laughs> All right. Well, with kind of like the speaking out movement, uh, speaking out movement, there's been uh, talks and tweets on Twitter and everything about WWE getting rid of problematic wrestlers. But there are also talk. There's also talks about WWE being interested in one Tessa Blanchard, who just got kicked to the curb from Impact. So, so Kayla, with do you think like with their interest? in Tessa and everything, it's kind of like um, it's like the offsetting of what they're trying to do, or is, do you think it would be a good idea to even bring her over? Or I honestly don't know. Um, it's kind of I don't even really know how to say it. I mean, if I mean, if you want to get her involved, I mean, you could, but in my opinion, if you're, inter- like I said, I saw something that they are interested in her, that's great. Mm-hmm. But um, I honestly really think they should wait till everything has died down a lot 
because if you got if you got people now that really like there's a whole list of people that's either taking time cuz they are you know don't want to be tested positive and then you got people that are sick so would you really want to bring her into the chaos or and something happens but um i think they should wait if they really want her they should wait but then again big swole or whatever said earlier hey come to AEW so i don't know um but either way i don't know what her next step would be um regardless of what it is i think they should either way wait so yeah <laughs> okay and on a, and on a side note i am really becoming a big a fan of big swole especially with her the yes. work that she's the work that her and Britt Baker are doing, I can't. I cannot wait for Britt to get recovered so Swole can kick her ass in the ring. I I loved today. I loved it when she uh, she's like, "Hey, take it away, take it away!" In the golf cart, it was Big Swole just sitting there like, "All right, girl, let's go." Where to, Doc? Doctor. <laughs> All right, Jolie. So, test of the WWE. Good thing, or is it contradicting to what they're trying to do? We did see something about, like, people are saying, well, they need to change the culture. But if they're going to change the culture, then guys like, in both companies, Jake the Snake, Tully Anderson, or um, Tully and um, Arn Anderson shouldn't be there. Ric Flair shouldn't be here. You know, the ones that have all of this, you know, negativity about them. I mean, my God, Ric Flair has probably a million Me Too moments with women, you know. But Tessa, I mean, people are, like, saying, oh, she sucks. Well, no, Tessa's actually a decent wrestler. I think, you know, when she first started with the WWE, she did cause problems, um, especially when she was with Ricochet and they broke up. Honestly, it all depends if she can clean up her act. But the real reason that she got fired was because she didn't want to do any of the promos because she didn't know when she was going to feel safe flying back into the United States because of COVID. Because she's live, she's in Mexico with her fiance. Um, so it's it's a little, you know, a little touch and go. So I agree with Kayla that they should wait until things die down. So regardless, she's fucked if that's the case. Um, because if she just waited out her contract, if they just let her wait out the contract, then you know they would have got the title belt back regardless. But I think they fired her to send one, send a message, and two, be like. You know, well, now you can't compete for 90 days. This is what you want to do. Okay, here you go. Fine. And the, another thing that you just brought up, you know, with Big Swole saying, hey, come to AEW. People will demonize the WWE again, but they'll lick AEW's balls if they bring her in. Can we, <laughs> if she's that problematic for one company, why is she better for the other company? Exactly. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. I mean, it's like, maybe it's too soon for her to go anywhere, uh, because it's like, I know that uh, they did bring up some issues with her uh, a few months back and everything, so it probably just would be the best thing for her to just kind of wait everything out, especially when it's safe enough to travel between here and Mexico. Okay, all right, let's let's try to get away from the drama a little bit, and and, 
start actually getting some the some of the programming ish stuff. So after Raw, Raw this past Monday night, uh, last week's Monday uh, night Raw was very very interesting uh, with Charlotte tapping out to Oscar, Nia kicking the crap out of Charlotte and getting her written off TV. Come to find out that she's actually going to be taking um, extended leave for surgery. I've heard from a few weeks through SummerSlam to even the Royal Rumble next year. So with Charlotte now out on extended leave and Becky pretty much on maternity leave, Jolie, is the Raw Women's Division on life support? Um, No, because you got Bianca Belair, you got Liv Morgan, you got Ruby Riot. I um honestly uh I give props to Charlotte for putting over Oscar the way that she did. I'm glad that it was a clean tap out. Um it sucks that Nia Jax had to quote unquote injure uh Charlotte and I did love their segment together because you know you had Nia bringing up the nepotism and then you had Charlotte, oh really? Pot kettle. Wow. Yeah, burn it. <laughs> I was just like and tea. Um <laughs> Yeah, so it's it was it was actually actually a really good segment. Um, unfortunately, you know, it, it all depends on what uh, Pritchard does since he's now in charge. And I've heard rumors that it was Vince that shut down the whole Liv Morgan thing. Uh, again, Vince is shutting down everything. You know, Vince just hates everybody that's not named Charlotte. Apparently, I mean, God, he just made Becky let Becky be champion for over a fucking year. Oh, and and now Bailey be champion. Um. Oh, and let's not forget, uh, somebody actually said, you know, oh, Sasha and Bailey are now undoing all the damage that that Charlotte did to the NXT women's locker room. A match against Mia Yim, the match against EO, and then the triple threat match that was probably the match of the night at In Your House. Yeah, Charlotte really did a lot of damage to NXT. Yeah. And she, and she, you know, her, her and... uh. Rhea helped put over EO. You know, mm-hmm. I just I just love all right, yes, Charlotte has been shoved down our throats. I get it. We're you're sick of it. I'm not. I love Charlotte. Um, you know, at first I felt that way. But you know, as you get to like know the character and know the more the her actual backstory and realize that she is kind of like the female version of her father, minus the being a whore. Um okay. Ric Flair was a whore. You cannot deny that. Oh, no, you're right about that. He was, he was, he was. (laughs) So he, she's taking part of every other part of her father's legacy, except for the one where, you know, she fucks anything with a dick like he fucked anything with a pussy. But yeah, so the women's is, it's not dead. You got Bianca Belair. And can you just imagine Bianca body slamming Nia? Because she can. Can you imagine Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan putting their differences aside and fighting the likes of the Iconics and maybe even going for the tag titles that they should have gotten? That would be awesome. Hell, could we see Ruby mm-hmm. Riot go against Asuka? Could we see Shotzi Blackheart get called up and be Ruby Riot's partner since they have worked together in the Indies? There are so that women's locker room in NXT can be brought up and the loss of Becky and the loss of Charlotte will not be felt if used correctly. I mean, they are able to work mm-hmm. without Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and soon it's going to be without Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan. Since yep. they're all going to have 
babies. And Angelo Dawkins, he's going to be done soon. Mm-hmm. He's about to go on paternity leave. So you have all these superstars about to go on paternity leave. And, you know, so when Angelo Dawkins goes out, yes, that means, unfortunately, our Street Profits will most likely lose their titles, which makes me sad. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I like everything that is happening so far and all. And the fact you can actually tell things are different. Look at the ratings. The ratings yeah. have been steadily staying put. And guess what, you AEW jackass marks? What what won this week in ratings? Hello. It was a, it was a one two three knockout punch this week for WWE. NXT beat y'all because it had one of the best triple threat matches that not even y'all with your recycled talent could fix because nobody ever saw Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano versus Finn Balor and now we're going to get a NXT women's elimination fatal four-way match oh child I love that they made it elimination I always hated fatal four-ways because it was pin and done oh I love the elimination I love it it makes the stakes higher it makes the match longer and it could definitely last a good 30 minutes, especially with all those four women in that ring. It's it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful match. And, um, yeah, there's definitely so many women. And the, now that they're hyping up uh, Raquel, or not Raquel, uh, Mercedes Martinez, like, they're hyping her up. Oh, yeah, you also got Shayna Baszler. Where's Shayna? Yeah. So there, there's plenty of things to to come and happens. So I think that the state of the women's division on Raw right now is a little bit lifeless. But you got Sasha Banks versus Asuka at Extreme Rules. That's going to be epic. Mm-hmm. You're also going to get Sasha Banks versus Io Shirai Wednesday. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but, but that's what I mean. I mean, there's there's so much and they're they're saying, well, okay, well, what about the women's division? You know what? Right now, the women's division is being held up by the other two horsewomen. And I can't wait to watch all the Alexa fans bitch or the Naya fans bitch or the Ronda fans bitch. Because guess what? You got two women of color holding down three shows. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. <laughs> All right, Kayla, what you think? Um, Raw division or Raw women's division is, like Jolie said, it's a little lifeless, but it's doable. Um, you got Bianca Belair, you got um, which hopefully the segment we saw with Liv and Ruby backstage on Monday. Like Jolie said, might be a sign, maybe go after the titles that they haven't had, that mm-hmm. they never had, that they should have, in my opinion, got. Um, even not necessarily to become the first ever champion, but a title shot. Right. They should have had the title shot before the Iconics. Um, <laughs> no, um, there's many different talents female wise that you could, you know, be using. Um, even if they do the whole NXT UK, you can maybe, you know, even bring up some of your, you know, 
NXT females. Make the, you know, make it a little interesting. Give them better competition. Um, see who else? Shayna Baszler. Yeah, where is Shayna? Um, I saw something saying that Vince has nothing for her, apparently. Um, that she's only, what was the word the person used? Lurking in the shadows until they find the right opportunity for her to strike, is how they worded it. So, yeah, I know, that's how they worded it. Um, but as far as the women's division... Wait, 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 wait. Somebody actually wrote an article like that? Or, or, or it no, actually quoted. They just quoted it saying she's lurking in the shadows. Ah, uh, so it's just like a random tweet? Yeah. Got it. It's just something about I think Vince don't have anything for her or he's waiting for that right opportunity. And then someone is like, she's lurking in the shadows. <laughs> but, um, but no. Um, but no, as far as the women's division, like Jolie has said, Bailey and Sasha pretty much run all three brands right now, if you want to be. Um, but honestly, the women division is actually pretty pretty good right now. So I don't think it's going to be lifeless. Now, when Charlotte returns, you might have some bombs go off. Eventually, Becky returns, some bombs will go off. So... But right now, I think they'll be all right. If they, but no, wait, they'll even they'll be all right. But they'll be even more better if we lose the iconics. Okay, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Your hate for them is just as legendary as your desire to get Mojo Raleigh a shirt. He needs it for real. At least, Joel. At least we know now she's not alone in her thought process because Thank we you. did find that we did find Thank that uh, one other person. Fan. Yeah, one other person. We uh, did find no, person. I've seen one other person and another person. His name is Matt. He used to work at Belly Up Sports with us, and he tweeted it out and says, "Now, why is there no Mojo Raleigh merchandise?" So technically, other than me, there's two other people out there. So ha! <laughs> oh yay, two. I'm sorry, three! Oh, three! I'm gonna get that shirt. At least Mojo's like seeing all your tweets and liking, liking all the tweets and everything, so he does know there is some interest that, in there, so hopefully yeah. he, hopefully he's working on it on the back end for him. Yeah, it definitely shows that, you know, he's like, hey, these people are pushing it. Yeah, we're pushing it. So, I got you, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you got a hype sister here. You ain't hype. How does it go? You oh, oh in the video game he'll go. You ain't hype. <laughs> I mean, I will say this: like, yeah, they haven't stayed there. She said they haven't had anything for Shanna or um, Mercedes Martinez, but they already started to have the hype videos for her. So I have a feeling that now that Charlotte's gone and Naya is lurking, and you know that um, Shanna has unresolved business with Naya. I have a feeling that she's actually going to start popping out of the, the shadows. And I mean, she likes biting people. I mean, there's plenty for her to bite on Naya. 
Hold up, hold up, hold up. You're going to have to... Re- she has unresolved issues with Naya? Help me. Well, yeah. Um, during the fatal... Uh, or not the, the money in the bank. She, um... I think Naya knocked her out or something like that. It was just something... Oh, okay. Like, there, it just has to go back to like the previous matches. Like, uh, so I just, I just have a feeling that, you know, it'd just be better if, you know, they, they actually long-term storyline, you know, it would be a good feud. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't make, you know, to watch somebody who calls her, their, their fist, the face breaker. And you got Shanna, the, I will bite your neck off. Um, you know, I, I just, that would be a feud I would be into again. So, and I, or Bianca versus Naya, because, you know, you have Naya just throwing people around. I would just love to see her try to get in Bianca's face and her go, uh-uh, I go here now and power slams her. Right. Dear Bianca, please, I beg of you, Please. <laughs> Oh man, and then yeah, uh, when Angelo goes on paternity leave, Montez going to need something to do in any anything. Uh, he's going to need something to do so he can be the hype hype man for his woman. Could we get a tag team if when Angelo goes? Can our truth be Montez's tag partner? Oh my god, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Or can Montez get the twenty four seven title? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're definitely going to need to keep Montez around on TV somehow just because, like, his energy and his craziness is hilarious to watch, and I absolutely love it. You can't take that off TV. No way. No how. Forget it. Oh, man. As far as the 24-7 championship goes, um, I will say a little comment. Montez Ford to be great, but um, I know Akira Tozawa right now is the current champ. Um, yeah. but our truth is not in any more reigns. He don't. No offense, bud. If you get it again, you're thirty-seven time. Just, just give it up, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, but oh, I give you kudos. I- but I do give you kudos from getting it back from Rob Gronkowski and bringing it back home to the WWE. But um, I was really happy that Akira Tozawa got it because our truth, yeah, um, yeah, stay away from the title. You don't need it. <laughs> Can somebody actually be banished from going after a title now? <laughs> yeah. Can Bobby Lashley? Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So, in a few weeks, we got Extreme Rules, the horror show. How that came about, don't ask. Um, We got that one coming up. Some of these matches that are actually, uh, the card itself that's been confirmed and announced and everything, it's been, like, it's excellent so far. Um Let's see, WWE title match with Drew going against uh, his old buddy Dolph. I don't necessarily agree with that one, but it is what it is. Should have uh, been him. 
<laughs> it is him, unfortunately, in this case. All right. Uh, this past uh, Friday on SmackDown, a new number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Championship was crowned with one Nikki Cross. So she's going against Bailey. Uh, Bailey's tag title uh, tag team partner Sasha is going against Asuka for the Raw Women's Title, and then this one, interesting as fuck. Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, Swamp Match, non-title. So Kayla, how's the how's the card uh, shaping up for you so far for Extreme Rules? Do you and what do you feel may get added to it? As far as where it stands, um, honestly, two out of four of the matches, I really legit believe that should stay. Um, should It should be there. Um, obviously, Nikki Cross has worked a lot, so she does deserve be, um, winning that match to be the number one contender. Unfortunately, I feel like she will she won't get that title, but um it will be hopefully if they do it right, it should be a very good match. Um Oscar and Sasha Banks, unfortunately I would love to see Sasha two belts or Sasha Dose straps, whatever she would call herself, or Sasha Dose Boss, I don't know, who knows. Um Unfortunately, I don't see Sasha winning the Raw Women's Championship unless there's some kind of miracle. Um, Dolph Ziggler, it's not you, buddy. I know you said a while back it should have been you, but you don't deserve that title shot. Um, Bad chance in hell. <laughs> and as far as the Wyatt Swamp fight, I, I don't know. Is this going to be a way? Um, I don't know. That's going to be interesting. I think it might be where... Hopefully, Braun does not rejoin the Wyatt family, um, or something, or, or is this going to go back as far as where transformation happens? Like, what happened when he joined Matt Hardy when Matt Hardy was in WWE? Like, some kind of transformation. I don't know. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, as far as matches being added man um I could probably maybe see another Baron Corbin King Corbin versus Jeff Hardy for a way it went down on Smackdown um or we might see the actual Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy, how, another rematch, however you want to look at it. Um, I don't, really, I can't really think of anything else that's could be added. Um, either Corbin and Hardy would be added, or Sheamus or Hardy could be added. Um, Or I know he's retired, but um, just throw it in there. Just a random surprise and choke slam him. Undertaker shows up and choke slam Corbin in the <laughs> middle of the ring and say, "Don't talk about me and just leave." <laughs> Speaking of Corbin, who the hell do you think you are, buddy? Because it's like the news broke that 
at, he's going to be feuding with Matt Riddle. And Corbin found out about this, wasn't too happy, felt that Riddle should, like, wrestle five enhancement t- uh, wrestlers before he even gets to him. You're not that special. You're a jackass, which means I mean, your, your, your character is great because you're a jackass and I can't stand you and everything like that. But you are nothing special. You have not held a ma- major championship. So you have no room to talk. So you get who you get. Matt said. Jolie? Jolie? <laughs> All right. So Bailey versus Nikki. Sadly, Bailey will retain, but it's going to be a very fun match, especially with the vultures of Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks most likely being on the outside, unless they make it into a, a some type of stipulation match where they can't where they can't have their outside compadres. Um, Sasha versus Asuka. I cannot wait for this match. I honestly would love to see Sasha win and get the title reign that she deserves. But at the same time, I need Asuka to keep hold of that title because, again, it's Becky. It feels to me like with Asuka holding the title, it's still Becky's legacy. Mm -hmm. All the work that she put into it. So that's how I feel about that. The uh, cinematic match that I feel that the um, Swamp match is going to be, I think it's going to be a way for them to create a rubber match at SummerSlam for the title, and it'll be The Fiend versus Braun Strowman, and The Fiend will win. So that's how I feel that that's going to go down. Okay. Uh, I definitely agree that they should add Jeff Hardy, either versus Corbin or Sheamus. Um, Even though they're like, oh, Sheamus didn't show up to the show tonight. Oh, he must have tested positive for COVID. Or they decided since the last ride came out and it seemed that Undertaker was over, this would be the best way to honor him and keep everybody that didn't test positive, you know, just make it seem like a lighter episode. And we got to relive probably one of the greatest cinematic matches. And that's even going back to some of the... um. Hardy compound matches that were excellent, but this this takes those and just like says, uh, uh-uh, this is the new king now. Uh, that match was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, uh, just and I, I kind of would like to see uh, Corbin again. And uh, to go off of your Corbin is a jackass. <laughs> uh, the gesture also concurs that Corbin is a jackass who at one point blocked me for going after a character assassination, not a personal assassination, a character assassination, saying that he was late to his shift at Olive Garden, and then he banned me. <laughs> blocked me on Twitter. He blocked me for play, for going after his character. That's it. <laughs> That's all he did. Wow. I mean, I, all I did was go after his character. Yeah. And he um he he blocked me off it on Twitter. I'm like, all right. Well, now with my new account, I'm not blocked. But he doesn't look like a goddamn waiter. But I should start calling him Burger King. 
Um, I honestly did love the homage to Undertaker in that last match. I loved Jeff being in the ring and then the picture coming up. I thought that was excellent. Um, but I would like to see either Corbin or Sheamus again versus Hardy. Um, cause Sheamus is Hardy's white whale. So we'll go with that one. Um, okay. and maybe a tag match, uh, maybe, um, Andrade and Angel Garza versus the Street Profits for Raw. Make it a, um, make that a step match. Um, like a, a tornado, tornado tag match where I guess they, I think that's when they can all be in the ring mm-hmm. at the same time. So make a tag match like that for the like uh, hardcore tornado tag match where they can use weapons. And okay. that, would, that would be a way to injure Dawson or Dawkins so he could go out for paternity leave. Um, yeah, there's there's so many matches they could have. And I would definitely, definitely love just to hear that gong. One more time, see Taker appear in the ring and chokeslam Corbin to hell. Because I will say, I did get to, I believe I did get to see him wrestle when he was American Badass. But I never got to see him wrestle as Undertaker until last year's Extreme Rules when he teamed up with Roman Reigns. Okay. And getting to be in the audience for that, and that gong, mm-hmm. and even when I'm home and I hear that gong, I get chills. <laughs> and, but being there in person, well, that that that's going to be forever be like the best thing that I've ever got to. So, I will say this: the gesture says, "Thank you, Taker. You've been a part of my life for a long time. If you retire, I'm okay with that. You gave us great memories." But if you can come back just for one stint, and that's just a chokeslam, Corbin, we here at Queen's Takeover agree. Yes. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. <laughs> All right. So, Jolie, let me ask you this real quick before we get to uh, NXT and everything. Do you think he's actually retired? For good. I, be- I believe he his exact quote was, never say never. So... I think that if he is feeling healthy enough, he will come back. But I think that he might be just come back for like a stint. He maybe one or two more matches. But honestly, I do think he's done at least in ring. But he's definitely going to be a coach because you saw how he was with those NXT guys. He He's yeah. going to be such a wealth of knowledge for them and... Uh, he did just sign like a long-term contract with the WWE, so mm-hmm. he's gonna be gonna be uh, a part of that that company for a long time. And I think that was smart on their part to get somebody with that wealth of knowledge and that wealth of how to become a character and make it your own. Like I could see guys like Damian Priest feeding off of him. Oh yeah, I mean. Even, like, as much as he annoys the hell out of me, like, Cameron Grimes can learn, like, get better off of him. And I got to admit, his character has actually been really, really good lately. I mean, when he first came in, I thought he was just, 
another redneck. And then I actually uh, tweeted something. It was like, ask Matt when I think he was like between, Oh, he was like uh, on hiatus before he went over to AEW. And I said like, you know, what do you think of Cameron Grimes? And he said, this guy has a bright future. He's at, he actually said he's in the right company. So, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's shocking that he actually said that. And, uh, but again, uh, uh, Matt uh, Matt does hold no ill will towards the WWE. Mm. I know that. Um, so it is nice to hear from like the, the other guys. You know, oh Matt, like you know, even like Vicky just recently came out and said how Vince saved her life and saved her from debt from um, Eddie's exes, and it's like yeah, and you're still getting royalty checks. Because mm-hmm. especially with that brand new belt, that oh, that brand new Eddie Guerrero uh, title belt is oh, so yeah. damn sexy. So if anybody wants to get it for the Jester, it, it would be greatly appreciated. Just DM me when you do have it, and I'll just send you the address. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Kayla, do you think Undertaker's retired for good? Maybe. Maybe, depending how, like Jolie said a little bit, depending on how wealth of a, you know, his health is. Um, he, in my opinion, I really don't think his work in the WWE is ever done. Um, regardless if it's the cut promos. Um, regardless, you know, even if he does have another match in him. Um Definitely, like we quoted, Undertaker, I don't care. Come back and choke slam Corbin. That's all I ask. <laughs> um, but as far as that, I really don't think Undertaker is officially going to retire. Like I said, um, if he has signed another contract or whatever, they'll find mm-hmm. something for him, even if he's, like I said, Somebody pisses you off, just go choke slam them. I'm happy with that. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, enough said right there. <laughs> oh, I don't like that promo. Going. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So. The Wednesday Night Wars are always fun and dandy. AEW versus NXT. July 1st and July 8th, AEW has Fighter Fest coming up. And we now know that July 1st and July 8th for NXT will be the Great American Bash. And boy, are they gearing up for it big time. It's like we do, we've mentioned this throughout the show and everything, but this Wednesday alone. Only, uh, we got like the fatal of. Uh, Fatal 4-Way Elimination Match with Mia Yim, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae. We have EO and Sasha. And, oh, my God, that promo, that video from EO, it's like, damn, girl. Sheesh. Whew. And then, of course, it's like you have Oni Larkin and Timothy Thatcher just got uh, announced. And, and then the big one next week, Adam Cole, Keith Lee, Winner takes all, both belts on the line. That is going to be, quote JR, a slobber knocker. And so it's like, 
Kayla, it's like everything's coming together so well for this these two nights and everything. It's just like, oh my god, this is this is gonna be Great American Bash is gonna be epic, don't you think? Yep, I agree. Um, if they do it just right, it should be epic. All the matches should be epic. Um, it's they're gonna bring the house down like they normally do. Um, but I've been sitting here thinking and thinking and thinking how it would be nice to see Keith Lee hold two belts. But my theory is what if during that match it's going to end up in DQ. The reason I say that is because a certain tick tock has not been finished yet. So I think, <coughs> excuse me, I think um, he's he's either Cross is either going to make an appearance either on the screen in the arena or something or even as far as Scarlet goes, she might make it appearance just to let him know, hey, I'm here. Um, your time is not up, whatever. So, like I said, hey, they, um, as far as it goes, um, anything can happen, but that's what I think is going to happen. Um, but I could be wrong. Um, but either way, whoever does come out on top, more than likely, hopefully, it's not Adam Cole, because Adam Cole, you've done great, boy. But, like you have stated in the past, Cat, that really Adam Cole has not really done much without his goon squad out there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think it's time for him to step down. Even if it don't go to Keith Lee, he needs to go to somebody else. But if Keith does get it, Keith Lee dose straps. Nah, Keith Lee two belts. Sounds better. But um, either way, NXT... Two Beltsley. Two Beltsley. There we go. Um, so either way, um, NXT, Mer- Great American Bash is going to burn down the house because they're... I think every pay-per-view they ever done, they burn it down. So... Yeah. And to the idiot online... I didn't see that... I heard about this, but to the idiot online... On Twitter, who said that Keith Lee's being over... Shut up! I don't know who it was, but thank God I didn't see the tweet, or else I would have gone off on it completely. Ugh. Jolly? At first, when they announced the name of it, I knew right away that the AEW smart-ass fans were going to have a shit fit because, well, wasn't the Great American Bash a name that Dusty Dusty Rhodes came up with? So it's like, ooh, they just kicked them in the balls. Kicked them in the balls. But, you know, I think it's a perfect name because it's during the 4th of July week, and... Mm -hmm. 
what better way to celebrate America than watching great matches? Uh, like you said, um, the, the, the card is stacked for both weeks. You've, you've got Io versus Sasha. You've got the Fatal 4-Way Elimination Match with Mia Yim, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, and Poison Pixie Candice. You also have, I believe, in a strap match, Dexter Loomis versus Roderick Strong. So Roderick cannot run away like a scared little bitch. I forgot about that one. Damn it. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, when they said it was going to be a strap match, I'm like, Bailey's going to have an issue with this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, like, like the card is already stacked for yeah. next for this one for the Wednesday alone, but then the match against Keith Lee and um Adam Cole. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean I, I would love for Killer Cross or sorry, Carrying Cross, damn it um to get involved. But honestly I would just I Keith needs the push and Adam needs Adam is like Adam is like Seth Rollins in this regard. Sometimes you're better fighting for the championship, scrappy, scratching and clawing and getting there than when you're mm-hmm. holding the title. I mean, it even with Becky, I felt the same way. Like she like I loved her title run. I love Bailey's title run. You know, and it's just like she need that you need the champion like Asuka when she was the NXT championship, she elevated all those matches whenever she fought anybody. It's like the, the uh, I keep seeing uh, clips of the uh, Nikki Cross Oscar match last woman, the, the NXT last woman standing match. Oh my God. Yeah. That was, that was like, and you had Nikki saying, Oh my God, I'd yell at her. Oh wait, that's me. <laughs> like on Twitter. It's so <laughs> hilarious. Like that match was epic. And you know, um, I, th- I just feel like Adam is better at fighting for the title or going for the title. And maybe with all of Undisputed losing their titles, that means maybe that they're actually moving over to either SmackDown or Raw, which would bring a whole new faction to fight. Because I would love to see um, Seth's minions, the Messiah's minions versus Undisputed Era. Because you have a feeling he's going to pick up a couple more minions. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, th- this is just going to be... Th- this whole two two episodes... Ju- was it July 1st and July 8th? Yeah. Uh, it's just going to be epic. And you know what? It doesn't matter if you watch AEW. I mean, if you really want to watch some of those matches, all you got to do is go on the WWE Network. Um, and you'll probably be able to find some of those matches on that on that. I mean, yeah, they wouldn't be the same exact characters, and those guys are probably in better shape from Jericho. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what happened to, you know, Jericho, Y2J, to Chubby Jericho. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. It, it's not, just, not it, quite the thing. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I mean, I was watching... Well, it was just a WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble 2008 was just on. Mm-hmm. 
No, no, no. Madison Square Garden. Was that, was that 08? Yeah, it was 08, yeah. And it's like, I'm watching him wrestle, and it's like, where did that Jericho go? It's like, I yeah, he's got passion, but it's like, it's he had more passion. I felt like he had more passion and more desire when he was still starving and hungry and scratching. And side note, I cannot wait for Tuesday night when they reshow the 2018 Survivor Series where we get to watch Charlotte whip the ever-loving shit out of Ronda Rousey with that kendo stick. I do not yeah. care. Her, Ronda getting whipped like that. Oh, my God. That was fucking hilarious. We also also get to see the, the classic match of Shinsuke versus um, Seth, which was great. That was an mm-hmm. excellent match. And then wasn't that also the Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar match? Yeah, I think so. I mean, even though that's, that started off so slow, that was one of my favorite Brock Lesnar matches. So, yeah. I love the fact that FS1 is showing these classics during, during like the no sports time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and apparently, like I think the week after or within a couple of weeks, they're going to be showing uh, the, the Rumble from 2017 that was in San Antonio. I was actually at that one, and I haven't. That's one I, I haven't seen yet again on TV and everything. And especially, I I can't wait to actually see the one the match on that with John Cena and AJ when Cena won the 16th. So it's like, I can't wait for that one to come up. But yes, I am glad that they are showing all these old pay-per-views. But either way, we got a, we got a killer few weeks coming up with actual wrestling programming and everything. So the hope is some of this drama will just can settle down and we can actually just talk, talk about wrestling for the programming that we're getting and not the bullshit that's coming on the side of it <sighs> yeah I'm, I'm tired of the bullshit i mean i trust me i am i completely respect everybody that is coming uh out with the speak out movement and uh if anybody from the chikara um company that wants to talk and give your story and get yourself out there we here at the queen's takeover would love for you to come talk to us Yes, we would love to know. Us, please, we would love to know. You know what what you guys are thinking and feeling. We feel sorry for everybody that came up through that organization, and with how it just you know ended the way that it did. Um, also, Lindsay Dorado says you can DM DM him as well. I see that on Twitter a lot. Uh, but yeah, no, it just the fact that some companies have folded because of this. People that you never thought would be a part of something like this. Mm-hmm. I mean. There even there's even speculation against Austin Theory, so which I didn't. Oh yeah, I saw that one. But then I'm like, even like the people talking about it, they go, "She's 13. Who lets their 13 year old dress like that?" And and I looked at the pictures, right? And he ha- yeah, he has his hand and he pulled her close, but. And he's acting like a dork in the other picture, but that's not like, you know, dick pics or anything like that. And I mean, it's like, do we really need to show all the creepy pictures that you fellow fans have put the celebrities through? Because believe me, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm surprised they haven't changed like the rules and everything regarding like celebrity pics 
especially with like the meet and greets like a long time ago because I've seen like some creepy ones with Becky and oh my god, more pops to her. Becky, Alexa, and, 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 yeah, yeah, the whole Austin Theory thing like it came up once and then it disappeared. So I don't know what's going on with that. And yeah, it's just if you're gonna go off of somebody for that that that, that held you a little close, well. Then every freaking celebrity photo op, take a picture at, like, because y'all are some creepy motherfuckers. I normally ask, is it okay? Some of them will say, oh, put your arms around me. I mean, I had one picture um, where she goes, oh, let's do something fun. And she just throws her leg up and I caught her leg. And it was just, you know, <laughs> she because it was something fun. And she's you know, she's very, she's a very cool actress. And mm-hmm. some people are fun like that. Like, it's just, you just have to know how to deal with celebrities. And if they're, if they seem put off, you know, you just do your best. You, you let them put your arm around you, put your arm around. Like Randy Orton, you can either, t- he'll either say, yes, you can touch me or no, you cannot touch me. And respect the boundaries. I mean, I think with my picture, he put his arm around my shoulder, but I couldn't put my arms around him. I understood right. that. I wasn't angry about that. And so just think, you know, when when we're out of this corona age and we get to have some sort of normalcy where we don't have to always wear masks or be in bubbles and we get to have normal photo ops again, you know, just be respectful, both sides, oh. mainly the ones meeting the celebrities because, you know, unless they're that kind of celebrity that likes doing crazy things, then... Yeah, but I it's like <laughs> it just I think I'm going off on like the, this because I'm the fact that there's so far going to be like no comic cons at all this year. But plug, small plug for anybody that's ever wanted to go to a San Diego Comic Con panel. Uh, when San Diego Comic Con is on, they're going to have it, everything for free online for everybody. And if anybody out there is a Winona Earp fan, and I will be working on an article shortly, boss. And once I get my <laughs> thing up and running, Winona Earp, season four, July 26th, 10 p.m. It's coming back, Earpers. We did it. Um, yes, and they will be having a panel at San Diego Comic-Con for everybody free to see. Yes, that is a plug, but I am an Earper. And, well, when it comes to fighting, you fight like an Earp. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did see the thing about Comic-Con being virtual, and I actually had the pleasure of going to San Diego Comic-Con back in 2012. I took my eldest niece. It was a part graduation, part paint up on a bet, and um, we got to go two of the four days, and it was the most craziest, outstanding experience ever so I want to go back. We've talked about it going back. Haven't had a chance to go back yet, but definitely would like to go back one day. If you want to go to another one that is absolutely crazy and off the hook, think about doing Dragon Con in Atlanta. That is, it's spread out between five or six different hotels. Austin Creed, known as Xavier Woods, goes to it. He dresses up in Comic-Con. He actually was, he was actually dressed as one of your favorite wrestlers, Kayla. Him and his oh. friend were dressed up like the Iconics. <laughs> it was great. Like, they were amazing. Um, 
uh, he, like, but it's one of the coolest things. Um, I will get back to Dragon Con eventually. Um, I want to get to Rhode Island Con one of these days. I want to get up. To, I was supposed to go to Fan Expo up in Boston. I was going to take that entire whole fucking week off, go up for the Fan Expo, which was the week before SummerSlam, and then be there for these access events and then just go home the day of SummerSlam. Um, but, you know, fuck you, you fucking Mexican virus. <laughs> Even, all right, I take it back. It's not a Mexican virus. It's a Mexican beer virus. No, it's, it's, it's called Corona. I've had, but, uh... people, I've had people throw shit out. Like, they're like, I don't want to drink that. I'm like, you don't have to. Is it infected? It's a beer. <laughs> um. Oh, man. Yeah, since we're talking about comic wizard comic cons and all that stuff, um, I did get a chance um, in 2015 to go to the one in Pittsburgh, which had happened to be September 11, 2015, the day Dean Ambrose's 12 Rounds 3 came out. Um, So I ended up going to that comic con meeting Dean Ambrose, which is known as John Moxley now. Um, but, and I also got to meet Steve from Ghost Hunters, um, which it was a really good experience meeting both of them. Um, Dean was really well, uh, was really great to meet. Um, Steve was hilarious. He actually said, um, if I ever wanted to do a ghost hunting with him, hook him up on, uh, you know, Twitter sometimes. So, um, obviously he probably don't remember it now, but, you know, meeting them was really awesome. And, I kind of kicked myself for doing this, but there was, I didn't get a picture of it, but like I said, the cosplay and different stuff is amazing there. People dress up, but there was a, there was a guy that was dressed up as Seth Rollins. He was like the shield, but he was a zombie Seth Rollins. Oh, wow. And it was like the most awesome thing. And he came up behind me. He went, he was doing like, you know, different moves. I said, and he just, and all he came up behind me, he says, he went, shield, like that, and I jumped. And he, like, the whole time he was, like, around the whole place. But um, I never, until the end, I was like, why did I not get a picture of him? Why didn't I need to take a picture of him? <laughs> but, you know, it's definitely when everything um, clears up, hey, we ought to make plans, go to one together. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Queen's, take, Queen's takeover on location. Yep, Queens take over the WizardCon <laughs> Comic Con, uh, Wizard World Comic Con. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Oh hell no, we'll do oh. New York. There you go, <laughs> New York Comic Con, baby, four days of fun, and I know where to eat, where to go, where to stay. You stay over in Jersey, you take the train over in the morning, you, you hit the Starlight <laughs> Diner right outside the train station. You get your breakfast, you walk on down, you get make sure you got your ADA badges so you can have. Uh, quick access and it's good to go there we go (laughs) our future plans (laughs) perfect 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 oh yeah definitely good to end on a on a light note like that all right so that is all that we have for this episode of the queen's takeover thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues y'all have a good one happy pride Happy Pride.